We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, Lakers Nation. Welcome in. Trevor Lane here for LakersNation.com, your home for everything Lakers. This is the LakersNation.com live postgame show slash podcast. And the Lakers got the win, a must-win game against the New Orleans Pelicans. The Lakers get the job done, 120-102, a blowout, wire-to-wire win. There were still a few nervous moments, but the Lakers ultimately cruised to a victory over the Pelicans, important for the standings in the Western Conference, important for the Lakers' climb towards the play-in tournament, maybe important for the pick-swap situation as well with the Lakers and Pelicans. A new starting five for Lakers head coach Darvin Ham. completely new rotation. So far, so good. A lot to talk about in this one. So much to break down now that we've seen the new-look Lakers. So, The new starting five for your Los Angeles Lakers. It is D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, LeBron James, Jared Vanderbilt, and Anthony Davis. That is the five. So it is essentially the Timberwolves because you have former Timberwolves players, Jared Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley, although they did come via the Utah Jazz, and D'Angelo Russell. So they had a little bit of experience playing together, plus LeBron and AD. That five started the game. And then you had the bench rotation that included Dennis Schroeder, Mo Bamba. Now we'll talk about him in a bit, but is he going to stick or was that a matchup situation with Valanciunas? That's a question we'll pose here tonight. Uh, Troy Brown in the mix, Rui Hachimura, and of course, Austin Reeves rounding out the bench squad. So new starting five, new rotation for the Lakers. So far, so good. They get the W that they needed. And there were some really fun moments in this game. This was, this was an exciting game. For fan to watch, uh, fans to watch, there were a lot of just highlight real plays, lob dunks. D'Angelo Russell had a couple of no-look passes, a no-look lob for an Anthony Davis dunk. Uh, LeBron tried to absolutely bring the house down off of a, a lob attempt from Austin Reeves mid-air, got undercut a bit by C.J. McCollum, prevented him from finishing it. But whew, there were some great, great moments in this game for the Lakers. And you know what? It's been a while since we've just had a fun game like this where the Lakers get in there. It's an important game. They take care of business. They get it done and let us celebrate. So Lakers, thank you for giving us this heading into the all-star break. Now at least we get to go into the break feeling good. I like that. I like that. We'll get into some of the super chats that are coming through. We're also going to need to talk about the different awards for tonight. The superstar of the night, the star in your role, of course, the master lock as well. Uh, Krias said, Troy Brown's defense and work rate is not appreciated enough. Much better rotations by Ham. I love this roster so much better. Yeah, I think the roster is definitely better than what we saw pre-trade deadline. There's no question there. Uh, but Troy Brown, maybe an unsung hero in a way. He did make some winning plays here. Just uh, getting steals, getting rebounds, deflections, things of that nature. Did a decent job defending Brandon Ingram. Jared, Jared Vanderbilt was better. And I think that's going to pretty much always be the case. Jared Vanderbilt's going to be the better defender. But Troy Brown did a nice job on, on BI as well. All right, joining me, special guest for this show, it is AEW's own Scorpio Sky. How are you doing, Sky? 
Oh my goodness. I am in such a good mood. I'm all smiles, Trevor. That was incredible <laughs> that was to watch. Oh, it was fun. I forgot what Lakers basketball looked like. I think I'm in love. <laughs> this was, this was, I, it, there were highlight reel plays and they, they got the win and I wasn't a nervous wreck for the final like six minutes or whatever. Like we, how many games have we seen where the Lakers are up six there's like two minutes to play, a minute and a half. The opposing team comes down and hits a three, and then you're sweating the rest of the game. We didn't have to do that. You got the highlight reel plays. You had the fun moments, and then we got to kind of relax in the fourth quarter and, and just get the win. I miss games like this. Oh, it was a breath of fresh air. It really, really was. Um, I, you know, I was nervous going into this game. It was a must win. Uh, I think you said it earlier. It was like uh, maybe the most important game of the season, or I mean, it, it was this was a win we needed to get, and I knew it was going to be a fight, but it wasn't really a fight. I mean, they had their moments, but the Lakers came out and punched in the face early, and uh, they set the tone and they rode that tone for the entire game. I don't believe the Pelicans led at any point during this game, which is nope. beautiful. Loved it. Yeah, that was absolutely fantastic. Uh, Matt King says most dominant game of the year needed a win like this. Absolutely. Absolutely. We needed this win for sure. Uh, needed this. This was a must win game for the Lakers. I mean, could, Sky, could you imagine if the Lakers had lost this game, just the doom and gloom around the team for a week plus of the all-star break? I mean, it would have been catastrophic. I was listening to the Lakers nation pod earlier today, and you were talking about, um, you know, Darvin Ham and almost like, what else do you need? You know, you've been given everything you need. And I know people have been really hard on Darvin Ham and I've been really hard on Darvin Ham myself, but I still hold out hope uh, that he's going to be a great head coach. Uh, first time head coach, you know, there's going to be some growing pains, but tonight was a huge step. First, changing the starting lineup. We didn't get what we've all been wanting, which was Austin Reeves. However, I thought Malik Beasley was incredible. I mean, like, the gravity that he creates um and and he's he moves incredibly well off the ball which was something that i wasn't like i didn't really pick that up as part of his game but he moves mm -hmm. really really well off the ball and that creates a lot of attention and he knocks down shots man and he hits them with confidence and you know obviously the the chemistry that is already there between d'angelo russell LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I mean, it felt like these guys have been playing together for at least a year or two. And it was their first game together. I mean, I can't wait to see this team after the All-Star break. Um, what did you think about Malik Beasley's defense? I thought that was a big thing, that he was able to defend C.J. McCollum and not get completely lit up. Like, that's going to be critical for a Malik Beasley, D'Angelo Russell backcourt. Uh, you know D'Angelo Russell is not the quickest of foot, particularly laterally, so that could be potentially a, a problem. So I think Beasley's ability to uh, competently defend is, is so important there. How did you think he fared against CJ? Well, first off, with D'Angelo Russell, he's a better – I knew he had he became a better defender in yes. uh, Minnesota, specifically mm -hmm. under Patrick Beverly. That year, he took a big step. And, um, but I didn't realize he's as intelligent of a defender as he is. If you watch him, he's always talking, he's communicating with his teammates. He's calling things out. He's really good at covering space with his hands and his arms. And, uh, just, he's taken a, a quite a step as in Malik Beasley. I thought he did a really good job too on, on CJ McCollum. He's not an easy cover. He's an incredible offensive player. And, you know, he put pressure on him at uh, certain points. He was full court. He did a really good job. And like you said, that's going to be very, very important for that type of backcourt where you don't have that like real lock it up point of attack guy like an Austin Reeves or a Dennis Schroeder. Um, but I liked it. They did a very good job. Yeah, I was I was impressed with what we saw there. Um, it's not like Beasley just scorched the nets from from behind the arc or anything. I mean, he was um, what, what he finished two for seven tonight. But teams have to respect him when he's behind the three. Point. They know he's not going to be afraid to pull the trigger. Um, this account is the name Trevor Lane Stan. Um, <laughs> feels so good to have a comfortable win. Thoughts on somehow making room for more minutes for Lonnie. Thanks for all you do. So 10-man rotation. Lonnie was the guy squeezed out in this one as well as Wendy. Didn't see minutes until garbage time. I believe you and I have talked about this before. Like It's, it's inevitable that multiple players are going to find themselves out of the rotation with the new guys coming in. Is Lonnie the right pick? And I don't think, do you try to go to an 11-man rotation just to get him minutes? 
You know, I really like Lonnie Walker, and so it, it is a little bit of a shame that he did get squeezed out. But it's a, for one, it's a good problem to have. So Lakers fans should be happy that we have this problem, that you have to squeeze out guys like Lonnie Walker and Winnie and Gabriel. But if you're going to give them minutes, you got to take minutes from someone else. And who are you taking those minutes from? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Who are, who are you taking? Are you taking it away from Rui Hachimura, who just invested three second-round picks in and – you know, has has a six eight with a seven two wingspan, gives you a little bit more there than the Lonnie does. So I don't, I don't see where the minutes come from. Um, good problem to have though, like you said. Let's let's get into this because we do. I always love doing the awards on a night like this when they when they of course win the game. But let's start with this one. Superstar of the night. So as you recall. Last time you were on the show, we made the decision that Superstar of the Night is no longer limited to just LeBron and Anthony Davis, the guys who are around the league recognized as superstars. But who was the superstar of this game? Um, in my mind, I think there's three options. I think it's D'Angelo Russell, LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Who do you lean? Who gets Superstar of the Night in this one? I got to go with my man D'Lo. The excitement he brought, um, I mean, running up the court, hitting. I jumped off of my couch and like was flexing and screaming. I have to apologize to my neighbors. I was probably heard all the way in <laughs> San Bernardino or something, San Diego. Uh, I was yelling so loud. And and when D'Lo hit that three, it was un- incredible. And I, and I didn't notice until after I saw it on social media, he went down the court and he said, like I never left. And he was pointing to his Laker jersey, which is like, that oh. does my heart. Like, I love that. I love that. So he's the superstar of the night for me. I mean, straight from the bat, um, you know, that no-look lob pass to Anthony Ooh, Davis. He just so changes nice. the game. He's so composed with his passing and the rhythm. He has this weird rhythm that it's not fast. It's not too slow. It, it's really, really hard to put pinpoint what it is. But that's my superstar of the night. What about you? You know, I, I like that pick. I thought that he was excellent in this one. That three was great. I didn't see that he had said, like, I never left. I saw him pointing to the the, the Lakers thing, but... Um, I didn't see that he had said, like, I, I never left. So that's a great detail there. Uh, I, I think that he does have that kind of herky-jerky style. He had the one play where he was driving to the basket, and he was, it almost looked like he was stumbling, and then suddenly the ball is up on the backboard, and it's in. Yeah. Um, it was it was completely out of – like, surprised the defense, where suddenly the ball's in the basket, and you just went, whoa. He caught Anthony Davis like that, where Anthony Davis wasn't even ready for it. He, he was driving yeah. to the basket and just kind of gave him a little scoop pass. And AD almost fumbled. It was like, oh, shoot, it's there. And he scored off of it. Just brilliant basketball. Yeah, I, I thought he was excellent tonight. But since you picked D'Lo, I'm going to go with – I'll go with Anthony Davis. Now, LeBron was good as well, 21 points, 6 boards, 6 assists. But Anthony Davis, 28 points, 10 boards, 5 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks, 13 of 17 shooting – I thought this was a much more aggressive Anthony Davis. We saw opportunities for him to go one-on-one at balance units, and he was attacking the basket more often than not, rather than settling for uh, the turnaround jumper, which we had seen a lot recently. It felt like this was an Anthony Davis who said, who saw opportunities to prove that he was better than the player defending him and took advantage of him. Just said, you know what? I'm going through you, and I'm putting the ball in the basket. Uh, I thought this was a really nice performance for an Anthony Davis who's been under fire lately. This is no Instagram, Anthony Davis. And uh, if that's what it takes, I like it. Let, let's keep AD off of Instagram then. Yeah, you don't need Instagram, AD. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to perform like that, forget social media. He He's taken a lot of flack. I think I would imagine that's probably why he deactivated his account. A lot of people have been upset with him, but no way you can be upset after this performance. Yeah, yeah, he responded. So there you go. Mamba mentality, we are finally functioning as a team. Uh, rotation was kind of questionable. What uh, when Rui uh, when rights are when Rui is struggling? Why not plug in Wenyan and match Josh Richardson with Lonnie? Overall, great win. I don't think they were worried about matching up with Josh Richardson's minutes with Lonnie or anything like that. Rui, I don't know. What did you think about about Rui tonight? I, I, he didn't shoot the ball. I want to say he was 0 for five off the top of my head from three. No, 0 for four from three. Okay. Two for six from the field. But what did you think about him in 16 minutes? It wasn't uh, a game where you're going to be blown away by what Rui does. Um, I, I'm still happy with his size and his ability to cover space and and get in there and, and battle. Uh, but this is a guy that's, you know, he arrived a week or two before the others, but he's got to find his role as well. 
you know, and um, this is, he's only been on one other team. So, you know, he may be struggling to f- figure out his place on the team and he was in the starting lineup and now he's coming off the bench. So I'm going to cut him a little bit of slack. I, I, I didn't think he was horrible. You know, I thought he did a pretty good job. He just wasn't great on the offensive side of the ball, which, you know, he's not going to be every night. No, uh, yeah, I did not think this was a bad performance from him. I thought he he had some three-point attempts. He had uh, four of them, but at least two, like, just rimmed that where I, I'm going, oh, that's in. And, I mean, it just rattles around, hits every part of the rim and pops out. Some of that was just unlucky. I think better days are ahead for mm-hmm. Rui. And I, like, I don't think in, in your first outing using this new rotation, I don't think you pull Rui and just immediately put Wenyan in. Like, you want these guys to settle into a routine and a, and a rhythm and all that. And you can't do that if you're immediately, you know, deviating from the plan at the first sign of one guy missing a couple of shots. Right. Um, let me ask you this. This is breaking news around the NBA here. Kevin Love uh, is finalizing a buyout with the Cavaliers. Oh. Wow. Should I did not know that. Interested in Kevin Love. Should we be interested? Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Um, first off, whoever we get on a buyout is uh, well, he's going to be on a minimum contract. And for me, you know, a veteran minimum contract, it's almost like, a, you know, just a gamble. Right. You know, it's it's not really it's especially not the way it has been for these last two seasons or a season and a half for us where we have to rely on veteran minimum contracts. We already have a pretty full rotation. So if Kevin Love, even, you know, he's 33, 34, whatever he is, uh, you know, as a guy that's six foot eight, that can hit the three, that's a guy that might come in handy in the playoffs, Mm -hmm. you know, and he's played with LeBron James before, you know, so if, if we had one option for um, a buyout three weeks ago with that team, then you really have to hit it out of the park. With this team, I'm not as concerned about it. So I would be a fan of getting Kevin Love. I, I was on board with, you know, it does feel like we need just a little bit more size, yeah. you know, um, especially a guy that can hit the three. You know, you you can never have enough of those guys. So I'd be a fan of it. I'm not against it. Yeah, I don't think it can hurt uh, in terms of going and getting Kevin Love unless, I mean, unless Kevin Love is taking minutes that he shouldn't or something or the three-point shot just isn't there. But And he hasn't been shooting the ball that well this season. That's why he's he's getting this buyout with the Cavs. But, yeah. I mean, your 15th roster spot has been sitting open for a while. If that's an option and he does refine his his shooting stroke with the Lakers, it's the kind of gamble that, uh, that I wouldn't be opposed to taking. Now, if there was, like if Will Barton is out there and he pops onto the market and says, hey, I'd like to come join the Lakers, okay. I, I'm more interested in, a, in getting another wing player if I can. But Kevin Love wouldn't be, wouldn't be the worst fit there for you. Yeah, of course. Uh, Senpai said, for the first time since the 2021 playoffs, the Lakers look like a real basketball team. In-game load management for the win. Props to Darvin Ham. Uh, Sky, you, you started off talking about, it was, a, it was a great plug, by the way, that you were, you were listening to the Lakers Nation podcast and that I had talked about how now there's all this pressure on, on Darvin Ham. The spotlight's on him. They've given him everything that he wanted, right? You've got a roster that's now balanced. Is this is this check this box now for for Darvin Ham? Now he's figured out this rotation, or, or where are we at with uh, with that? And then in game load management, you love to see it in a win, <laughs> in a win, yes. a blowout win. <laughs> um, you know, I think it's it's still going to be a work in progress for him. Um, you know, we didn't really face adversity tonight. Um, they had their moments where they battled back, but it, it felt like one of those games where it was always nine to eleven points. Uh, that we were up, you know, they cut it closer, obviously, but for the most part, it felt, you know, not out of reach, but we seemed in control where Darwin is going to be challenged is games like the Blazers, uh, you know, and even that one is like a team comes out and they shoot 70% from three in the first quarter. What are you going to do um, it, when he's going to have to be faced with making adjustments in game? That's where his coaching is really going to be challenged. Um, but other than that, I didn't really have too many problems with the um, with the with the rotations today. Again, I was hoping to see Austin Reeves step into that starting lineup with D'Angelo Russell, but I thought Malik Beasley did very well, so I'm not upset about that. Um, I believe matchups wise is why he put Vanderbilt in there because he wanted to put him on Brandon Ingram, who he does a very good job guarding. So uh, I, you know, going into it, 
I give him an A for that. I mean, I think he did a very, very good job, and I can't really complain about the rotations. The adjustments, that's what we need to see going forward. I'll tell you, they, they, obviously it's hard to complain in a game like this, right? And I and I don't mean to speak negatively here or anything like that. Uh, and maybe there's tweaks that Darvin Ham makes. I still didn't like seeing LeBron, AD, and D'Lo all out of the game at the same time, which, which happened in this one. Um, if that can be avoided, that's ideal. Obviously, for me, I would I would like to avoid LeBron and AD being on the bench at the same time. I would try to stagger those minutes a bit more. Uh, but I've seen the main complaint because I put it out there on Twitter. I said, "What is you know, Lakers fans? What do you think about this new rotation?" The biggest complaint I'm seeing is that people aren't aren't happy with once D'Angelo Russell comes out of the game, how long it's taking him to get back in. Like he's got a long stint on the bench before he's coming back in to close out the game or close out, uh, say, the second quarter. Is is that a fair criticism? Do you think that can be adjusted uh, in this one? We did see, just to give you the total minutes, and blowout has to be factored in here, but D'Angelo Russell, 28 minutes, Dennis Schroeder, 20. Are you okay with that minutes distribution? I'm okay with that minutes distribution. I will agree with uh, the with Lakers Nation. Uh, it did feel like there were times where he was sitting a little bit too long. And yeah. here's where you can run into issues with that is his rhythm. You can throw off his rhythm. If he's in there, I mean, if he's he's confidently driving and pulling up, hitting threes and that sort of thing, and then he sits for too long, you don't want to cool that off you don't want to have to have him come back in and okay now i got to get back into my zone you know it's it's like when kobe used to talk about the mamba mentality you know you get in this zone and you have to like you don't want to almost acknowledge it because then you're gonna once you acknowledge it now you're you're looking at it and you're breaking it you you want to stay in that zone and so d'lo was doing an incredible job with his passing with his dribble printed tape blah 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 <laughs> dribble <laughs> penetration say that three times fast um you know and it, and he was shooting the ball really well tonight so i was happy with that um you don't want to leave him on the bench too too long and i completely agree with you i don't want to have all three of them on the bench at the same time so if we can adjust that um that's an incredible point we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Uh, Cameron said, crazy how deep this team got all of a sudden. And I'm a firm believer in deep state officiating conspiracies on Lakers. <laughs> it, it felt like there was a point in the second quarter where, especially down the, down the stretch of the second, 
it was like every, and this happened again in the third, like the Lakers would try to go on a little run and then the referees would make like three calls in a row that were questionable that went against the Lakers. And again, we saw in the third, the Lakers pushed the lead to nine at one point and then suddenly it was back to two and a couple of, and there were a couple of bad calls in the midst of it. Um, but I think the Lakers got away with some today too. There were a few times where watching this game on playback, I went, ooh, well, the Lakers, just, they fouled there but didn't get called for one or the ball went off the Lakers and they, they still got the ball back. It was you know, I think when the dust finally settled, it wasn't a horribly officiating. There were mistakes made, but I don't think it changed the outcome of this game or anything like that. I'll say this, and more props to D'Angelo Russell. He's very good at getting to the line. Yes. Like he's very good at drawing fouls. I, I thought when he went um, got hit with that screen, I really didn't think that was too bad of a screen, to be honest with you. But he um, made a meal out of it. Yeah, I mean, he, he, I love it. We need that guy. We have not had that guy because they're not calling. LeBron should be that guy, but they're not calling fouls for LeBron. They haven't been uh, for, for a while. So it's good to have a guy that, you know, when in doubt, you know, he can drive and he can uh, get to the line. That being said, we did get some favorable calls tonight, but we also got some unfavorable calls. I thought it was a bad foul on LeBron when he was posting up trying to get the ball. Um, and he, I believe he had uh grand theft Alvarado behind him <laughs> yes. and, <laughs> and they call that. And that then, happen? and then he... the very next possession, one of the Pelicans, I don't know if it was, uh, Trey Murphy or, or, or Herb Jones did the exact same thing and they couldn't find their whistle for that. So <sighs> it, it's, it's frustrating. You know, there's so many times where I get at one point, Brandon Ingram, I believe he came off of a screen, caught the ball, took his hand put it in Vanderbilt's chest and just shoved him and then shot the ball and made a little mid-range shot. And I was just like, what? Totally illegal. You, you, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? But so you can't expect to have a completely well officiated game. If the Lakers are involved, there's a, I actually laughed at one point because Mo Bamba, he picked up what seemed like three fouls in, in, in one 24 second possession. Yeah. And, he was looking around like, what the heck? And I told my girl, I was like, he's probably playing the way he played in Orlando, but it's like, you know, this is what it's like to be a Laker, <laughs> right? You, you, can't, <laughs> you, you just, you can't play basketball the way you play in other teams. Like you, you get called for fouls. So. These are Laker whistles here. Not, not Orlando magic whistles. Um, Yeah. That, that Alvarado, you know, we joke all the time about like, Oh, what, what, what did you expect there? Did your Reeves will get called for a foul when he gets hit in the face. And we're like, what, what do you think that Reeves fouled the guy's elbow with his face or something like that? And that's, that's what Alvarado actually did. Like, I don't know if I've seen that before. LeBron's arm is out and Alvarado just runs his face right into it and gets the call. It, unbelievable stuff. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, the, Ham, this comment says Ham is the star in his role for the starting five. <laughs> People were ready to run Darvin Ham out of town like five hours ago. What a change. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's getting awards here. <laughs> Daniel says, didn't just see uh, a better team. We saw more effort and hunger. That's what made the difference. Chemistry was much better. Now consistency, please, will be the key. I, I agree with that. And I'll tell you what, Sky, you, you were talking all about uh, D'Angelo Russell. There was a play early on in the game, and there was, I don't remember who threw the pass, but it was a bounce pass, and D'Lo dove to prevent the pass from going through. And I just went, oh, yeah, this this team's locked in. Like, that moment, like, D'Angelo Russell's not making that play, first of all, in his first stint with the Lakers. But seeing the guy who's the, you know, the new guy on the team, him hitting the ground to intercept a bounce pass, like, you rarely see that in basketball, period. I, that was that was just fantastic and that was i thought it was indicative of the level of buy-in across the squad yeah he's he's a tone setter uh that's that's one of the reasons I, i've liked him so much like you kind of saw flashes obviously he wasn't doing plays like that when he was with us the first time but you saw the flashes of his leadership and his ability to set a tone and I, I can't say it enough. I'm so, so happy he's back in the purple and gold. I mean, I've been looking. I don't know what's going on. I've been looking all over the place for my D'Angelo Russell jersey. I cannot find it. I think somebody stole it from me. I'm very oh, upset no. about it. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, it was just, again, it set the tone. One thing I really liked about the way they played tonight was 
they, you know, obviously this game, it was must win. This was a, every game is a must win game from now on. But I mean, tonight the, the stakes were higher, you know, it's the Pelicans, it's the pick swap, it's, it's the seeding, everything like that, but they didn't play desperate. They played a free flowing fun style of basketball, but they just dominated. And, and that's one of the things I really, really enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was not just, I mean, look, I would have taken a win. Honestly, I was, this was to me probably my most nerve wracking game going in. Like I was tense for, for this game because I know how much was riding on this one. And so if it could have been the ugliest game in the world and I would have taken the win. I mean, look at game seven in 2010 against Boston, not exactly the prettiest basketball mm-hmm. game, but they won. And so it's an all time classic to me. Um, I would take in any kind of win, but this game was damn fun and it was a win. And you saw the, the free flowing play that you're talking about. I mean, what did they finish with? 32 assists on the night. That that feels pretty pretty good, and I think that's that's part of what makes uh, this game so fun from the Lakers' perspective. I, I'm trying to pull this up right now. On the season, the Lakers are averaging just 25 assists per game, so they were well above their average here in, in assists. Um, great to see. Great yeah. to see. Yeah, great. Uh, Reeve said, "Great, nice win." A great win. Nice to see LeBron rest most of the fourth. And Lonnie has definitely fallen out of the rotation. Yep. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Does appear to be that way. J-Dog said, what a beautiful game. By the way, screw the refs. <laughs> it's funny how, we'll, how we're full circle with D'Lo. D'Lo, Kuz. Uh, yeah, look, you, when you've got these guys, uh, D'Lo, Kuz, Westbrook, D'Lo. So I, there were so many moments where... Well, okay, probably a handful of moments where D'Lo was going against Ingram, either defensively or offensively, and I was like, "This is, this is, this is our past right here. This is two former Laker number two picks going at each other." And it was just cool to see him, him back in purple and gold and back in front of the LA crowd. Um, I like it, the the homecoming and all that. And again, I I talked about this from you know from what I had heard uh, right after they made the trade to get D'Lo. I had heard that the Lakers had interest in an extension uh, and that D'Lo had interest in doing an extension with the Lakers. And now that's starting to become like uh, more and more of a thing that we're hearing. Woj talked about it recently that indeed, yeah, the the Lakers are looking to make this a long-term thing with D'Angelo Russell. And again, depending on what the contract looks like, I think that's great. I think he's a great fit next to LeBron and AD uh, on paper. And hopefully this is something that's all going to work out great. And he can be kind of the, uh, the return, the mature, he goes off to college, he matures and he comes back a grown man. And that's the D'Angelo Russell we're getting here. Yeah. You know, if you love something, sometimes you have to let it go. And if it comes <laughs> like back, it. it's yours. <laughs> that was a much more eloquent way of putting it than, than I did. I like it. I like it. Uh, Mario said, AD with a bounce back game. The Suns should be scared of the Lakers. You know, we might be deeper than they are. Like I mean, they're, they're they they obviously have very very good top talent, but after their first four or five guys, who do they have? The Lakers are definitely deeper, I think. Uh, but that was the gamble. But you take that gamble when it's Kevin Durant, right? Oh, when you course. when you've got Chris Paul, you've got Devin Booker, you've got Aiden, right? I mean, you, you're going to take that gamble if you're Phoenix. So I understand it. They're they're going to be good if they're all Absolutely. healthy. Yeah, they're going to be tough. Chris Paul is, you know, he's he's taken a step back. Devin Booker struggled with uh, his health this year, but I mean, they're going to be a very very good team. They're going to be tough to beat. Uh, they probably are going to be the favorite to come out of the West, but um, I wouldn't count us out. No. Not, I mean, just get in. Just get into the picture if you're the Lakers. Get in and then see where things go from there. Uh, Joey C, takeaways. One, Jared Vanderbilt in all caps, so we know he's serious. Uh, two, <laughs> once Beasley's shot starts falling, good Lord. Three, should have traded Lonnie Walker. Four, LeBron less than 30 minutes at a blowout win. And five, Jared Vanderbilt again in all caps. Jared Vanderbilt, man. what the Brandon Ingram lit up the Lakers. And we were upset with Darvin Ham for putting Patrick Beverly at 6-1 on Brandon Ingram. And MBI went for 35 points. Uh, Vanderbilt got on him and made it pretty clear from the get-go that, hey, I'm not letting this happen. 
And that was great to see. Now, does he stick in the start? Is this it? Is this the Lakers starting five the rest of the way and Jared Vanderbilt just won a starting job? That's what, that's the question. Um, was it a matchup reason or is he in the starting five? I, I think I would probably keep him because yeah. there's always going to be that guy to guard, whether it's Kevin Durant, whether it's Kawhi Leonard or Paul George, um, you know, Wiggins or whoever. I mean, there's always that big wing you know, almost every team has that big wing that's a dynamic scorer that you're going to need to put an energy guy that is not LeBron and preferably not Anthony Davis because you want to save them for the offensive side of the ball. Um, and that's what's great about Vanderbilt. He can do that. And I really liked the way he or they tried to kind of mirror his minutes. You know, I was hoping they would do that at one point. I, someone was shooting free throws. Uh, Brandon Ingram checked in and then right after Vanderbilt checked in. So it yep. was a strategic move. Um, and, but we're going to have to wait until next week and we'll see um, what the starting five is going to be. Uh, Christian said, imagine if the Lakers made free throws. Would it be an even bigger blow? Yeah, I mean, the Lakers, what did they, they did not shoot the ball well from the free throw. And it feels like it's no. been a while. Maybe it hasn't. And it just, it just the poor free throw shooting nights really stand out. But it feels like it's been a while since they've had, had a positive uh, free throw shooting night. 61% from the line, 22 of 36 in this game from the line like this in their defense uh, they haven't they haven't been given uh much time to practice because they haven't shot too many free throws they don't get whistles this year so <laughs> they, they don't really they're, they're at the line funny. they're like whoa what am i doing here again this is weird so um the the lebron air ball at the free throw line oh. we're just going to pretend that never happened right yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't it even know what you're talking know. about, Trevor. I, I must have been eating something at that point. I had my head down. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> did, did not see it. Did not see it. Uh, Drew Potter said, so this LeBron and AD with a three-level scoring point guard. Uh-oh. Oh, this is LeBron and AD with a three-level scoring point guard. Uh-oh. Looked pretty good, didn't it? It looked, looked really good. good. And there was spacing. There was space for D'Lo to operate, space for LeBron to operate, space for AD to operate. It's almost like what we've been talking about since – July about the makeup of the team and how that how much that matters. It was beautiful. Part the side Vandalorian saying this is the way to guard BI. Uh <laughs> true. Yo said one and oh fully healthy. Let this win marinate until after the all-star break and then back to work. Liked what I saw out of everyone, even Bomba. Glad he mentioned him, whose shot was a little off. Rejuvenated Braun and AD with this young and hungry team. Let's talk Mo Bamba. So Mo wound up getting the bench minutes uh, at the center position. Wenyan Gabriel was out of the rotation. Mo finishes the game, uh, fouls out, six fouls in 16 minutes. Yikes there, but six boards, three blocks. Uh, had a block on Brandon Ingram that was pretty impressive. Four points, 0 of 5 from three. Didn't hit any threes. His only points came off of a couple of dunks. So is this the new Lakers rotation? Or was Mo Bamba only in the rotation tonight because the matchup was Valanciunas and other nights he won't be? What are, what are we thinking there? Well, we're going to have to figure out what type of coach Darvin Ham is now that he has pieces to rotate out and in. Um, whether he is going to be matchup-based or is he going to have like his set rotation. I, I honestly liked what I saw from Mo Bamba. I know he fouled out. I know he went 0 for 5 from 3. Um, you know, but Malik Beasley went 0 for 6 in his first game from three. And I mean, Mobamba has been off for, um, you know, what, how long was his um, suspension Four or five games, whatever games, it was. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he's probably out a little bit. I mean, this is a guy, he is shooting 40% from three on two attempts at this season, 38% from three, I believe on four attempts last season. So he can shoot and they weren't bad shots that he was taking. They looked good. They just didn't fall. So I have confidence that they will fall in the future if he, um, if he has the opportunity to knock those down and he shot him with confidence. I liked it. He's just going to have to figure out how to, you know, contend without fouling in a Lakers Jersey. Um, but I enjoyed watching him, man. I mean, yeah, that big block, that was a highlight block. Yeah. He's so much bigger. I mean, he looked like a dinosaur out there running around. He's so much bigger than <laughs> the human beings are, man. Yeah. Like he's just, it was, he has like a seven foot 10 wingspan. I, I want to see him on the court with Anthony Davis at some point. Oh, that would yeah. be interesting. That would be interesting. Um, all right, let's let's get into another one of our awards. Let's do this one. Star in your role. All right, so who gets the star in your role award for you uh, uh, on this one tonight? The Vandalorian. I, I yeah. mean, guarding Brandon Ingram is not a an easy ask. 
and he picked it up right from the start and he was and, and he's guarded him before obviously but um you know the energy he brings he made brandon ingram work he frustrated brandon ingram brandon ingram uh, last time he played us he was just having fun you know mm -hmm. he got anything he wanted when he wanted it tonight it was he still had about 25 points he did so he still got his but those were a much harder 25 points Yes. Yep. And I, I'm in agreement. I don't even have another one that I would go with in place of Vanderbilt. It's funny because if you're just, if you don't watch the game and you just look at the box score, you go, hey, he played 28 minutes and he had six points and four boards. That doesn't sound that great. You watch the game. Jared Vanderbilt made a huge impact, changed this game. Um, his defense was, was excellent. So I I'm in full agreement. Van, uh, Vandalorian gets it. Uh, anime dude says time to start stacking these wins trev yep they got to stack wins they, that's been the key right it's been you can't just do this win one lose one win two lose two you can't do that anymore now you got to run off like five six wins in a row because you still have to make up for that two and ten start which the lakers here we are we're almost at the end of the season now and the lakers still have not made up for that so now you have to start stacking wins you got to find a way to to rattle off five or six in a row to really start to move up in the standings. Um, can they do it? Do you expect this team when the dust settles to be at least in the play-in? Absolutely. Uh, for me, the goal was the sixth seed. I don't know if we're going to get that. But I, I would be very surprised if we don't make the at least the play-in unless there's some sort of an injury, which, God, I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I absolutely think, especially after seeing the way they played tonight, they, they can rattle off a four, five, six-game winning streak for sure. If those come against the right teams as well, then they could really move. You know, you get those wins against OKC and Golden State and, you know, some of those teams that you're you're competing with, for the Pelicans that you're competing with for positioning, that could be big. Uh, Will said, shout out Palenka. Got us shooting, defense, and youth. Is, is this – has Rob Palenka been redeemed – based on what this team looks like now and what he did at the trade deadline? I move to dismiss all charges against Robert <laughs> Todd Palenka Jr. <laughs> is that I mean, really his middle name? Yes, I believe it is. <laughs> I, I, I've been saving that line, so I, I Googled it. But, no. <laughs> um, you know, there have been a lot of options for trades in the past year, you know, for Russell Westbrook and a first-round pick for John Wall. Um, right. you know, Russell Westbrook going to Charlotte for some pieces, Russell Westbrook for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner, which almost happened. Um, I like this deal that we did better than all of them. I truly, truly do. Buddy Heald, Miles Turner would have been phenomenal. Two yeah. first round picks is tough. Um, Josh Richardson, Jakob Pertle, Doug McDermott would have been great. Two first round picks is tough. Yeah. I really really like I, and and i like this deal better than getting Kyrie. obviously nobody that we got is anywhere near the talent that Kyrie irving is but with that talent comes a little bit of baggage and i am a big Kyrie irving fan and i will say that um d'angelo russell I'm, I'm very very happy with him as the point guard you get uh vandalorian you get malik beasley and you know adding mo bamba whatever he's going mm -hmm. to bring um i think the patience paid off could we have, you know, would it have been nice to get a trade sooner? Yeah. Yes. Um, probably not realistic, though. So um, it is what it is. I'm happy with it. Laker fans should be excited, not only for this season, but let's see this team. Hopefully they can keep them all together in the offseason. Let's see this team after a full offseason and a full training camp. I think they're going to be dangerous next year. Yeah, agreed. I think they definitely can. Um, the question for the Lakers and for the front office, and maybe more so for Jeannie Buss, will be, do you want to pay for it? Do you want to pay for Please. it? Because then we're going to get into the repeater tax and all that. I'm of the mindset that, hey, you've got LeBron, so yeah, you'd better pay for it, but not my money. So I'll we'll see what it. they do. Yeah. I okay, got, I'll, there you I'll, go. I'll, I'll send 20 bucks. Guy's got it covered. Guy's got it covered. <laughs> Uh, Nico said, if the Lakers keep the same starting lineup and point guard rotation throughout the end of the season, they'll probably make the playoffs and have a deep run. Yeah, I mean, I think this, this lineup, as much as both you and I said we'd prefer to see Austin Reeves at, at the two, I think these this lineup right now makes more sense than any lineup we've seen for the Lakers this season. Is that fair? Absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. 
Yeah. So I, I think they've given themselves the best shot possible with, with what they've done here. Uh, Kyle says Valentine's day was yesterday, but I'm loving the new rotation. Nice. I, I think we got something to fight with here now again. Yep. Got to get a win coming out of the all-star break, but yeah, the Lakers day after Valentine's day, giving a little love to their fans with that, with that win. Uh, Daniel LeBron looked good off the ball. He made a few nice cuts, especially yeah, that good uh, point. pass to LeBron on the cut. Yeah, Bell bounce back. That was beautiful. No, it's nice. I've used beautiful a lot this. I mean, but it was a beautiful game. It was. It was so fun to watch. I haven't had that much like the Milwaukee game earlier in the year. The one we won was a great game to watch. Oh, yeah, I have not had as much fun watching a Laker game in two seasons as i had tonight man and last season was rough it was rough but i mean how many fun games were there last season (laughs) like like, right i don't know but i mean when was like i don't know about you but i had fun like i had a smile on my face this entire game i'm jumping up i'm cheering i mean it was just fun it's been a while, I think, since we've had since you've seen the Lakers have a point guard that can come down the floor and then pull up to hit this swagger three, you know, just and, and like and you can see it on the opponent's faces, like as they realize their mistake just a moment too late that they that they left him too open on the uh, yeah. in transition and seeing D'Lo hit that, it was just went. Yeah, I heard. So, I heard someone. Say, I heard someone say D'Angelo Russell is the best point guard the Lakers have had since D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> <laughs> It's true, though. I think it is, right? I think it is true. <laughs> uh, Jarrett said B.I. was going for 40, but uh, Vanderbilt uh, defended him right down 20 and three. Oh, they're saying he's going to go. We're going to go 20 and three the rest of the way. Uh, Jay Jackson said, is it me or does Mo Bamba look like Zion Antetokounmpo in his face? <laughs> Zion Antetokounmpo. I can see that. I can I see that. Yeah. I haven't heard that one before. I, heard that <laughs> one. I like it. I like it. Uh, this one said, finally, Ham has put a real rotation. Like I said, the starting five, um, I pitched Beasley, gives the fear of shooting. I wanted Braun, D'Lo, and Vando uh, are great. We lit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, it, we are look, lit. Be- Beasley is not afraid of shooting the three. And teams defend him as though he can and will make that shot. And it makes a big difference. He just doesn't make it when he's open. He was too open. That was the problem. He <laughs> too, was too open. too open. Yeah, he needs a little pressure. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jeremy throws in master lock free throws. Well, we can't spoil that just yet. <laughs> but I think that is a pretty good call there. Yeah. Uh, this one said, new big three. D'Lo, A.D. Braun, I think, works great so far. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is that is that what you want this to become like a big three D'Lo, AD, and Braun, or can it be more like or does does D'Lo have to be a twenty point per game scorer every single night? Like I, I think that's what I'm getting at. Does D'Lo have to be like the third guy, or do the Lakers have enough where they can spread it around and D'Lo can have twelve one night and you're still okay because somebody else is stepping up? Yeah, I think you and I have been on the same page for a while when we were. We were saying we want the Lakers to stay away from the big three model where you have the big three superstars on top and then just some guys on the bottom. Um, I'm very, very happy that we do not have that. However, I do kind of consider them in the big three. 
in the same way, if you look at Milwaukee, like you've got Giannis and you've got Middleton, and then there's Drew Holiday, where Drew Holiday can give you 30 one night. He might give you 10 or 12 another night, and he and he locks someone up or he affects the game in a different way. Mm-hmm. He's not quite that superstar, the level of a of a Giannis or a Middleton, but he's a superstar for them. He's a superstar in his role. Right. Uh, and I think that's what D'Angelo Russell could be for us. So yeah, if you want to call it a big three, sure. If not, whatever. I mean, it works. Yeah, as long as everybody's contributing, and that's when you look at the scoring, like everybody was putting up points. Every, you know, and not that a lot of guys were getting into double digits, but most guys had like six or eight or something. And that that matters when you get that across the board. Uh, Jay Aquino said Vanderbilt never gives up. Agreed. Jay said for the first time, the first game together, we can't complain. Imagine if we knocked down more free throws and wide open threes. Yeah, they only shot what twenty seven percent. From deep, you had LeBron 0 for 5, 0 for 5 for Mobamba, and 0 for 4 for Rui. So those three players were 0 for 14 combined. Wow. I mean, you have an average three-point shooter, and you've got probably six more points at least uh, on your total. And then free throws, like the Lakers could have won this by a lot more if they had an average shooting night in from the line and, and behind the arc. Yeah. Well... Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> they didn't win by enough. I yeah. need to be angry about something. <laughs> this one says, please, Darvin Ham, let today's starting five stick. 30 new starting fives in a season is enough. I don't I don't think Darvin Ham even wants to have that many different starting fives. Like, I don't think that was necessarily by choice. That was just like Frank Vogel had 41 different starting lineups last year in 82 games. He didn't want that. Just guys kept getting injured. And so it was just, it was a mess. I don't, I think Darwin wants to settle on a starting five and just roll with that throughout. That's the ideal situation, right? Yeah. Yeah. He just needs consistency. Uh, earlier in the season, LeBron missed a handful of games and then we missed Anthony Davis for five weeks or whatever it was. Um, you know, you can't have any solid starting fives, especially when you're two key guys, one of them is out or both of them are out. It's just, it's tough, but hopefully going forward, we'll we'll have more health and we'll have a solid starting five. Koa says, we have a big three. I'm so like allergic to that concept <laughs> after what we've seen coming through here. But uh, Ham, please don't ever start Schroeder. D, uh, Schroeder, D'Lo, Dennis Schroeder, and Rui need to come off the bench so they can have the ball more to score. Yeah, I do think ultimately Schroeder's best role is probably off the bench. I understand, I understand starting him when LeBron doesn't play. But when LeBron's in the game, I don't think you need three ball handlers on the floor at the same time with D'Lo, Schroeder, and LeBron. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, this is a guy that was a runner-up for sixth man of the year. I mean, that's that's his role. I mean, he can start, but if there's a better starting point guard, then he should come off the bench. Uh, JJ Castillo, the Lakers get a big win before the break. Hopefully they build momentum as every game matters to this point. Yep, hopefully they turn this into a big run. Um I had not seen this, but I'm assuming this is not original, but I haven't seen this before. If it is original, all the credit in the world to the person <laughs> who came up with this. Loving me some black-eyed Reeves. <laughs> black-eyed Reeves. That's, oh, that's, that's a great phenomenal. name. Oh, that's like awesome. that's that's one of those ones where you look at it and you go, How did I not come up with that? Like I say enough goofy stuff on, on playback. How did I not find that one? That is that is excellent. Well done, sir. That's so good. Thank you. Well done. I think today was Ham's first correct rotation. I think this was the best rotation we've seen of the season. Oh, what do you think about this? It's simple. AD is only motivated when LeBron plays. No, not true. No. Remember, I don't think LeBron was playing when LeBron when Anthony Davis was on that crazy tear. Yeah. There was a handful of games LeBron wasn't even there, and that was when he was dropping 55 and 40 and 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 17 rebounds and that sort of thing you know if anything he kind of takes the the beta role a little bit sometimes too much with lebron in the in the lineup yeah i agree i don't think it's a motivation thing only when lebron plays arctic said ad and lebron 20 points 20 plus points resting in the fourth my kind of win yeah 100 percent. all right let's let's get into the let's do the master lock let's get to that master lock of the night The master lock of the night, we take 
whatever was the most annoying thing from a game and we put it in the master lock. Now you can imagine we've master locked quite a few things that were not, not coming after fun games. Some Lakers have caught some stray master locks as a result, but sky what, what gets master locked from this game for you? Trevor, I'm really struggling with this one because I'm, I'm in such a, I'm on such a high. It's a good thing. game. It's hard for me to find something to be annoyed with. You know, we got the win. We were dominant. It was the Pelicans. I mean, but someone just did earlier did say free throws. That was a little bit of a buzzkill because the entire game, like I think at one point, Dennis missed two in a row. Um, D'Lo missed one. LeBron missed at least one. And I kept thinking to myself every time someone missed a free throw, I said, if we lose this game by like five points, yeah, I'm going to be furious because we're just leaving leaving it leaving points on the on the table so yeah free throws for me that's a good one i like that i like that um i'll be honest free throws was going to be my pick but i think there's one other thing that we need to mention cj mccullum gets my master lock Mm. cj when austin reeves is throwing a lob while in midair like we all used to do when we played tippet as a kid get out of the way don't undercut LeBron and rob us of what would have been one of the greatest highlights of the season. Move, CJ. Yeah. He gets master locked for that. Bravo. That's a great one. <laughs> That's a great one. And I don't, I don't think he he wasn't even looking at the play. But just, just get out of the way. Get man. out of the Come way, on. man. You're not trying to defend anybody. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Sean said a lot of weapons now. Kudos to Rob Lowe. Well, we yeah we know when winning time eventually catches up to modern day, we know <laughs> who is playing Rob Palenka. Like that's already set. Literally, it's, it's done. <laughs> uh, Nico, ham finally cooked. Hopefully, it starts a win streak. He did cook. He did cook. Uh, David, nice to see defenses respecting our guys out of the three point line. It's it's hard not to notice it, right? Like how much more open the paint is. With teams that, when teams care about D'Lo, they care about Beasley behind the three-point line. It really changes things so much. Oh, it's it's night and day. I kept saying throughout this game, I was like, "Oh, you know, they have to respect us now. They have look at the look at them. Look at the way they're playing. They have to respect us now. We have a guy that can do this. We didn't have a guy that could do that before. It's it's just uh, I can't even. I'm just gonna repeat myself over and over again about how happy I am. This was beautiful basketball tonight." 100%. I hope it keeps up. Please don't let this be a situation where we're all high off one game and they come out and have a stinker in the next one. Please, oh, no. let's keep this yeah. up. Let's definitely, yeah, let's not even speak that into existence there. Uh, Jay Delgado, just watching a true wing on Ingram instead of Beverly was a blessing, plus spacing offensive options increased. For sure. It was a good night. It was a good mm-hmm. night. All right. So I have plenty of other super chats to get through. I will save them. We will. I'll say I've got plenty of time to cover them before our next Lakers game. Um, so we will get to them. So I appreciate all of you have come in and, and tossed in a super chat, tossed in your questions, your comments. This has been a lot of fun. This was just a fun night and a great way to head into the all-star break. Uh, Sky, thank you so much for, for coming on here. Always a blast getting to talk uh, Lakers basketball with you. Sorry, y'all. I'm long-winded, so you probably got some of your super chats cut off because I won't shut up. Um, that's this is why people don't give me a microphone, and I bring my own. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thanks again for having me. This is great. I love coming. Oh, this, this is the norm. I wind up kicking some over to the to the next show, and frankly, like it, I think it's going to help with having a week of no games to, to have a yeah. few of them to get into. For our I next like show. your extra pods too, because again, you know, I, I'll listen to them while I go shoot around or go to the gym and stuff. So I enjoy it. I, I like the way you get in these plugs for, for the Lakers Nation podcast. It's very well done. Very well oh, done. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love listening to the <laughs> Lakers Nation podcast available on Apple and uh, all of your podcast platforms. Make sure you leave a five-star review. Thank you. Oh, look at that. I like <laughs> it. I like it. That's a great spot to end it at. Thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. Till next time. See ya and stay safe. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.